Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Country Not Country for our 11th podcast. My name is Nick Russo. I'm Aaron Austin. Aaron, how have you been since last week? Uh, do you really want me to answer that? Of course. That's why I asked. I wouldn't ask a question I didn't want the answer to. Um, okay. Well, if we're going to be perfectly honest, it this past week has been rough because there is somebody I was dating and then we weren't dating. And then I felt like maybe we were trying to make it work, but apparently maybe it was just me that was thinking that. <laughs> well, you know, it is like the day today is that day that is the greatest breakup day of all days. Oh, is it? Because I thought that was like right before Christmas, although this is that week. Did you, know? you did you tell me about Valentine's Day? Yeah. Well, OK, so. Well, first of all, uh, I have a poem for you. You wrote me a poem? Mm-hmm. Is it about me? Roses are red. Violets are blue. If you get flowers today, the side piece is you. Ooh. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, today is the day where apparently if you get flowers sent to you, that you're the side piece. I don't know why that's the thing. Or if you go out to dinner tonight with your loved one instead of tomorrow, you're the side piece. But um, that's you're, one of the things. You're not wrong, but it's annoying. Yeah. Because, like, I, I could see where I would want to send the gift the day before Valentine's Day because the flower people are less busy. I can see that as well. That makes That is a perfectly logical explanation. But there's a great way that that could be messing up relationships. <laughs> oh, for sure. No, uh, the other thing is uh, this week and the, the weeks leading up to Valentine's Day, it's called... Uh, it's this new trend. It's called valentiding. That's the word I was looking for. Yes. I was thinking valid tides, like the high tide, low tide. Yeah. And this is like the high tide of love. So what is valentiding? It's called valentiding. T-I-G-H-T-I-N-G. Oh, my gosh. I'm way off on that. I thought I I was still thinking like Yule Tide Carol. Oh, yeah. I was thinking valid tiding. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. So tiding, so, like it's a tight fit. Mm-hmm. There, uh, it's basically this trend where people are dumping their partners in early February so they don't have to spend money on them on Valentine's Day. Oh, so the tight is the tight wad. <laughs> yes, there's that, yeah. I don't actually disagree if you're not in like a deep romantic relationship. Might as well end it there before reaching the point of like... But, no, no. I mean, you, would you just break up with somebody just so you don't have to spend money on them? Well, or would you well, just... That's just the excuse. That's not why you're breaking up with them. It, mm, okay. There's no way someone's like, you know what? Everything in this relationship is perfect. I just don't want to spend $40, so I'm going to go ahead and break up with you. Like, there's got to be other factors is what I'm saying. I mean, you never know. There are some serious tightwads out there, some guys that would love to escape out of buying some girl something. Ladies, sure. just know that if he backs out, of the relationship because he didn't want to buy you a gift that was a man you didn't want to be with anyway. Oh, that's so thoughtful and nice of you. Um, yeah, I. The one stat that freaked me out was the average price 
or the uh, average of what people spend is seven hundred dollars. Yeah, so somebody's lying to feel good about themselves. <laughs> yeah, so the stat is the longer you're together, the less your partner will spend on you. But if you have been together like six months together or less, that the average amount of money spent is seven hundred dollars. Yeah, it's because it's all about the proving, you know, because. Early on in a relationship, you always feel like you got to prove how much you like them. At least from the guy, from my standpoint, the guy, like if you know, if I'm buying her a Valentine's Day gift and we've been together for a while, longer than thirty days, then I'm pretty sure, like, I'm putting some thought into this to be like, hey, look, I want you to know how much I like you. And you know what? I will say, last Valentine's Day, my boyfriend at the time, he did well. He did. I can't remember. Oh, he got me a bottle of rosé. How much was that? Uh, it was a nice bottle, so I'm going to say it was like like it was like Perrier Jolet or something. So like forty five dollars, and um, and then a really thoughtful card that was like printed out like a pop up card, and um, and then we went out to dinner. Was that y'all's first Valentine's Day? I guess so. Yeah. He didn't try very hard. No offense, buddy. Um. Yeah. I'm well, just saying. Well, he went. We went to a really nice dinner, but. Um, okay, Mr. But Turner. at the time, at the time, he was a vegetarian, so it was like, it was, and I think Valentine's Day was on a Tuesday or something. It was, you know, it real was quick. Weird. Vegetarian means they don't eat meat. Vegan means they don't eat anything from animal products. Correct. Okay, just double checking. So, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever spent more than seven hundred, or I don't think I've even spent more than a hundred that I can think of. Have what's the? Wait, let's be oh, honest. Man. Wait, okay, here, <laughs> you know what's coming. You know what's coming. What is the most? That Nick Russo has ever spent on a girl the most amount of money. Like you talking one, Valentine's at one, Day at one time at any time actually doesn't it, matter what holiday what the occasion is. I want to know what is the most you've spent on a woman of interest that oh. you want to be involved with. Now you really messed me up because I was already. Oh, you ready. were about to go with your daughter. Yes, yeah, yeah, Disney yeah, World because yeah. that no. was experience, expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on to um, you. I think the 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 most I'd ever spent. I I honestly don't pay attention to dollar value. First of all, like it's not a oh I want to get her this. Is this too much? I've never been like that when it comes to gifts. I, I I'm a pretty traditionalist when it comes to it. Like I would buy I would send flowers and send chocolates or send flowers and a thoughtful note, mm-hmm. and it would it would probably culminate with cooking dinner at home or making because I, I I don't like the the Go. I, I am not. I will probably never go out to eat on Valentine's Day because I've been a waiter, mm-hmm. and I know how awful the experience is. And waiters hate Valentine's Day because do they really? Oh yeah, they make a lot of money, but they hate their customers because that's just at least in my experience. Like, I remember Valentine's Day was the day as waiters we dreaded, and so I don't like to go out to eat on Valentine's Day because okay. it's kind of one of those things. Like usually the people that do, in my opinion, never worked in restaurants. Hmm. And I also, I, for me, love and sharing love on Valentine's Day is that personal one-on-one connection. I think cooking dinner together at the house because, you know, the bedroom's right over there too. Like, you know, we might have some drinks, some wine, some flowers. Or, you know, it's an all-day thing in my event. So I'd say the most I've ever spent, probably $250. But is that for Valentine's Day or I'm saying any day ever in your entire life? Doesn't matter what the occasion. I haven't had a lot of relationships, Aaron, but I think that I'm not rubbing salt in your wounds. Yeah, I want to say I want to say 250 to 500 dollars is probably the the most I you know I've contemplated though in the idea that if when I had a relationship 
if I was together with one, what I'd spend, I, I don't think I'd put a price tag on it. Like I, I feel that in a long-term relationship, we've been together for several months, maybe a year. Things are serious. Valentine's day. I would like to buy jewelry at this point in my life. Okay. If I'm not buying her a pair of earrings or a necklace or a bracelet, like a charm bracelet type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that was always my go-to gift for a long time was, <laughs> was the charm bracelet, well, the well, Pandora well, bracelet. Well, I started off with the bracelet and a couple charms and then every occasion I would surprise with another hmm. charm to add to it that represented our relationship okay so that was kind of the idea behind it you know i thought it was thoughtful that's but that's how i think about gifts in that respect mm-hmm. and gifts is very low on my five oh, love languages, love languages. Okay. so it's it's way more about planning to spend the time with you taking you out and telling you how much i feel about you is my way of showing okay so all right. So to that respect, my greatest gift I've ever given has been my time oh, because hey. it is invaluable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, I think uh, I just vomited him in my I, mouth. I used to always tell my mom that whenever I wouldn't get her a birthday present or a Christmas gift, I would always be like, well, I gave you my never dying, ever enduring love. And she's like, yeah, well, guess what? I can't do shit with that. Yeah, I, I can't pay bills with that. Thanks a lot, Nick. <laughs> oh, What's well, the most you've ever spent on somebody on any time? Well, I do. I will say this. I do feel like it's different for girls than guys. I feel like guys, for some reason, have the the weight of purchasing more. The burden. For, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Well, I mean, this past Christmas, I think I spent about five hundred dollars. Um, and I wasn't even with that. We weren't even, like, officially a couple, and I spent that much. On Christmas? Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. That was the time during, like, the, 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 the first break. Yeah. That's like, right. We're not really together, but I'm still talking to you. Now you're not even talking to me. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if that's that if that's the most. I feel like I've probably spent more. I've definitely, you know what? I probably have spent more. I've probably spent upwards of $1,000 on something, but maybe I paid for it and i was supposed to get paid back and i never got paid back well, so i don't know if that that biggest, definitely doesn't count as a gift but it kind of does but you know what i'm saying the biggest gift i've ever received um three girlfriends ago for my birthday she bought me a new driver which was easily three to six hundred dollars a golf club yeah and i couldn't hit it straight to save my life so i didn't hit the club for a long time felt like it was a huge waste of money but then I've uh, now learned how to hit it. So I think about her every time I play a round of golf. Oh. Yeah, every time like I hit that. a good drive, I'm like, oh, thank you, darling. Yeah, thanks. Here's thanks to you. That. Well, yeah, that is nice. Um, trying to think of the most somebody has uh, spent oh, on me. I, so you know that I go on a cruise every few years yeah. for, because my best friend got married on a cruise. So every two years we go on an anniversary cruise. And this year we're going out of Miami. Which is so weird that you go on their anniversary. Well, but they invite in, everybody. Yeah, the whole so. wedding party goes. Yeah. And we have all agreed that we're all going to grow old together on a cruise ship. Because every two years, oh God, every two years we see each other, we're all, we're all two years older. Uh-huh. You know, I was 27 when I first met them. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I'm 36, about to be 37. So I've known them for 10 years. And the um, point of that, oh, the, so the thing I bought, well, I paid for two people on the cruise. Oh, yeah, because it's double occupancy. So if you want to go on that cruise. Yeah, you can't just buy one ticket yeah. for a room. You can't just buy one ticket for a room. You have to pay for two people, even if it's just one person. Mm-hmm. And I went ahead and I booked it way out in advance. So it only cost me a little over 175 bucks a month. I make the payments all the way up until, and then it's paid off. And so it's, to me, it's a really great deal. And 
my goal has been to find a serious relationship. I gave myself a year to do so. And so technically, a cruise it goes yeah. up there on the thing I bought for whoever she may be. Uh, you know what? It's funny. I, I always think of that like in relationships because this last one for me, we always pretty much split everything 50-50. Now, I will say there were a couple times where we flew to Chicago and he paid for my ticket or the hotel. And so he, you know paid more than I did, but um, but never, like, a full-blown vacation did like, he Like, pay paid for-, for the whole thing. Yeah, like, say, when I went to Egypt, I paid my own way. You know what I mean? And I paid for my own activities. In fact, I think I might have paid for his activities. You know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah. I But that's, I do feel like when a guy pays for your vacation, that's huge. Yeah, and in my mind, I've seen girls that are surprisingly on vacation and you never know who's taking the picture for them oh for sure oh you're like oh here i am basking in the sunshine in sunny um arizona uh, or i'm back uh, in the bahamas again oh i love it here and there you don't know who the who's taking the picture could be yeah. a guy could be a girlfriend you never know and i always never i always wanted to not be the guy who was paying for that, that facilitating that yes and, exactly and, that, and they were just using you totally yeah. and i don't want it to be that because i said if I'm not in a relationship with someone that I deeply care about that goes with me on that cruise, then I'll just invite one of my best friends or I'll just take the whole room to myself because I'm greedy like that. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And it's just my way of treating myself, you know? Yeah. Maybe we can get you to treat yourself to a different vacation instead of a cruise. Well, I want to do that, but I haven't got my passport done. And the cruise lets you bypass the passport thing usually. And and usually to book overseas flights, you have to have a passport ID number, I believe. And that's always kind of been the Achilles Well, you know, Hill. it's funny. When I booked my last trip, I didn't have my passport yet. I was waiting for it. So I actually called up the company, the website, tripmasters.com, which, by the way, they did not pay for that plug, but I just think they're so amazing. So if you ever need a multiple destination uh, vacation, totally look them up. Uh, but I called them up, and I was like, hey, um, do I need my passport right this second to book my, book my stuff? And he's like, no, you're good. And I'm like, Perfect. All right, well, just cross my fingers. It gets here. And two days before the vacation, it got here. So, yeah. And I want to go back overseas. I want to go back to Italy and Greece and redo all that, all those experiences as an adult, Sistine Chapel and things like that. Mm -hmm. I really want to take more of a vacation than a cruise. I always see the cruise as scouting out future vacations. Well, to me, yeah, I've always thought of that, too. Uh, It's a good way to see someplace you might want to go back to for a week. Or a place you never want to return to. Yeah, exactly. But then again, it's like, um, yeah, there's so many other places besides the Caribbean. But Maybe maybe this time next year I'll have a Valentine's vacation and we can go. Well, actually, probably not. Well, yeah, because it's rodeo. Yeah, it's an idea, though. I know. Isn't it like it's either like we take our vacation in January, uh, which is what I did this year, or we have to do it after rodeo, and then we have to do it. Be, but you have that window of like, say April, May, June, July, August, which seems like oh, you got plenty of time to take a vacation. But really, there's always I swear to God, there's always something that comes up that you're like ah. Oh. Well, for me, I end up going to Kima in the summertime. So oh yeah, we got the Kima thing in June. So right? that built in, it rolls into mid July, and then it's also summertime. So there's things I want to do locally during the summer that right. you can't do during the winter or the fall or during the spring. And the other side of it is I usually just take weekend vacations. I'll take a Monday off or a Friday and a Monday so I can conserve my days to use them differently. But Which you never end up using. Yeah, I know. But this year I'm definitely taking five days because so the cruise leaves on a Saturday. 
comes back on the following Sunday. So I will only have to take five days, but I'm thinking about taking that Friday before uh-huh. so that that Thursday night I can go spend a night in Miami. Oh, because you're flying out. Okay, so you're doing it out of there. Oh, yeah, because you're – isn't the cruise that you're doing, it's like an, like an Easter – wait, what was yeah, it? So it's like – I want to say it's South American, but it's the ABC Islands. Yes, okay. Aruba, um, Bonaire, Bonaire, and uh, Curacao. Curacao, yeah. Yeah, and it looks really nice. I, I, I've heard of Aruba. I hear not to walk on the beach alone if you're a beautiful blonde girl. Uh, right? And that Natalie Holloway was a Ruba? Yeah, and you're on Vandersloot. Yeah, that which, dude was like By the way, related. I found out he has my birthday. Oh. Yeah, what? Good thing you're not like him. Yeah, good thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wasn't he like super like connected to like political people in the city or something? Uh, like his dad was like a prime minister or yeah, an attorney? Yeah, what was or? it? Because they're Dutch, and apparently there's like a lot of Dutch in Aruba. So there's something with his dad, and his mom is like... I don't know if she was like a school teacher or something there, but yeah. And he was out. Yeah. It's one of those things that has been on Friday night, like 2020. And, and, and I'm alone sitting at my house watching Yoron Vandersloot and Natalie Hollowell. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. And I believe he finally confessed, didn't he? Uh, well, he killed another girl. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. And so they believed they, that he also could have killed her because he confessed to the one. Yeah, because, yeah, he killed the other one, and they pretty much, it was, like, obvious that it was him. I think her body was, like, in his suitcase or something. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, that so. was that was before, what year was that? Let me Google that re- real quick. Uh, what year did Natalie Holloway? I love how uh, the whole premise of our podcast 2005. Today, was supposed to be about Valentine's Day and love and caring, and now we're looking up murderers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, we have agreed that we would never really put parameters on the podcast. It's true. I mean, we would have, like, the basic idea, and then wherever the conversation goes is where the conversation goes. Well, we can switch gears and go back to loving things because Thomas Rhett and Lauren welcomed their third baby to the world. Yeah. How awesome is that? And they named it Lennon Love. Lennon Love, that's a pretty name. Lennon Love Rhett. Mm-hmm. And if or people, no, Akins. Oh, Akins. Yeah. Rhett, oh, that's right, because Rhett is just the stage last name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't know, Rhett Akins, the old country singer, is Thomas Rhett's dad, if you've never tied those Which, together. Which, by the way, he is remarried to a much younger woman, and she's pregnant, so she's about to pop anytime too. So think about that. Thomas Rhett, Thomas Rhett becomes a father and a big brother at the same time. So Rhett Aikens' new wife, oh, it's bringing me Lauren Aikens. They're hiding that. See, Thomas Rhett, where's, where's it about the husband? Oh, God. Rhett Aikens marries longtime girlfriend in beautiful outdoors. This was in 2017 they got married? Mm-hmm. In a beautiful outdoor ceremony? There's got to be a... We're trying to figure out her age, but I'm pretty... Well, how old is Rhett Aikens? How old is Rhett Aikens, Google? He's like 50-something. He's 50. Oh, he's young. So he had... Must oh, Thomas. I, love, I love that. I love that you just said, he's young. You're, well, he is. And I Thomas Rhett's only 29. So he, I know. I think so I they had him when he's 21. the girl that he's married to, though, is probably like Thomas's age. Thomas Rhett is about to turn 30. Yeah. He turns 30 on March 30th. So there's no way that his mother, no, his stepmom, not, is now is probably, probably younger than age. him. Yeah. I'm going to go with younger. Maybe she, not. Maybe 35. Did you look up but her picture? Pregnant. I did. She. I mean, she looked like a. I mean, she looks like the person. That I, you know, it's funny. I actually Aikens, thought she looked very similar wife. to Lauren. Let me look again. Because they're, they're really, really. Uh, oh, they're. Oh, Sonia is her name, by the way, instead of Rhett Aiken's wife. 
expecting a baby boy March 20th. And I'm not finding pictures of her, but I found her Instagram. Oh, I did. All you put in Red Aiken Sonia, and then she. Yeah, pops I got up. you, Sonia Aiken. Oh, she does. I mean, she looks similar. Looks similar. Looks similar. But I bet I bet you it's super hard to find out how old she is. Well, I did uh, do some. Uh, I went down the rabbit hole on her uh, on her Instagram page, and I. Will She's s- in her mid 30s. She's older than Thomas. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Just judging, well, I'm not judging by her pictures, and I hate to use the word judge, honestly, but I'm looking at her friends, pictures of with her friends, and then also hands. Well, okay, now, I say, I thought she was much younger. However, according to, uh, let's see. In 2016, she looked like she was 32, so I'm going to go with her being my age. I'm going to say she's 36. Allegedly, according to whatever website, She's 39. That's pretty close. That sounds right. I mean, what's 11-year difference? You know, 39 so that's to 50? not bad. I was yeah. expecting her to be way younger than that, and I was like, hmm, this is rather interesting. Well, I think it's just the the dynamic that Lauren and Thomas seem so young, but they're not young by – I mean, they're not young, young, because there's plenty of artists who are much younger. He's about to be 30. I'm sure Lauren's really close there. They're on their third kid. I bet you this is the end of the kid train for them. Oh, no. I don't think so. You think they're going to have more? Yeah, he says that um, – he said something about how he can't imagine not having, like, a million kids with her or something. He wants – I think he wants more. He wants, like, five then. Yeah. I, th- I, I don't think they're – I don't know if there is a set number. Okay. But. All right. So I found uh, one quote that says that uh, Lauren wants to have five kids before she turns 34. Sounds like they're going to get it going then. And, and he wants to have a gigantic family. Well, he's on it. <laughs> he's definitely on it. And, I mean, and his child's he, aunt or uncle will be older than them. Mm-hmm. Will be younger than them. They'll the the well, niece and com- nephew. The nieces will be older than their aunt and uncle. Oh man, I can't I can't do that family tree right now. That's too confusing for me. Oh, it's not for me. I mean, it's real simple. It's uh, there. So, so his- they just had Lennon. They had Lennon Love, who will be the niece to Rhett and Sonia's child. So so that means the aunt or uncle will be younger than the niece or nephew. Yes. Which sure. isn't crazy to me because in Goliad, one of my best friends growing up, Adam had an aunt in Catherine, and he was older than Catherine. I believe that's how it was. Like they were, they were really, or they were really, really close in age. Like they, we were in the same grade, so it was like it was Aunt Catherine, but they were like Adam's mom and Catherine were sisters, or Adam's dad and Catherine see. were I brother mean, and sister, something like that. So my mom. But had me when she was young. I mean, she was like 20. But her youngest sister, I want to say, is maybe like eight years younger than her. So, or maybe 10 years younger. So, so she she's only like years. 10 years older than me. So it was like I was 10 and she was like a teenager. You know what I mean? Or 20. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I mean, that's not super weird. But that would be weird if your parent had a child Oh man! If your Kevin. parent had a child and after already, you had had a child, yes, that's that's the the yeah. I mean, know, the dichotomy. Usually, I feel like yeah, you'd have to have it, but that only really happens in situations where the somebody gets remarried or the where where the person had a baby at a young age. Yeah, you know, you had a you have a child at twenty that you're bringing that op, that opportunity arises. Mm-hmm. You have a child at twenty two or twenty three, it, it happens. You know, yeah. 
Well, I, it you probably know happens way more than you think, too. It, it probably does. And I was just thinking, like, you know, when I was going back through my family tree, like, say my great-great-grandpa, he was born in, oh, God, it was like 1899. And his, and he was, I don't know, yeah, was it 1899? Or maybe it was even earlier than that. Moral of the story is he was like an adult and moved out of the country, and his mom and dad had just had more kids two years prior to him leaving uh, Poland and coming here to the U.S. So they were still having kids. Well, that's also before birth control. Yes, and when there was many people having children and they would die in childbirth. And there was, and there was nothing else to do. I know. You know what is so funny? I was, we were just talking about this, um, and this is, you know, going to be a topic on my own podcast whenever that starts, but um, I was thinking about my relationships, and, you know, because obviously um, I'm single again, and wow, yay for me, and I was thinking, hmm. You're not alone, Aaron. I know, I know. Well, do you know, uh, well, that's a whole other topic, the amount of single people in the world or in the United States. Well, well I mean, okay, go on, go, to, let's not derail just yet. I just, okay, sorry. But um, I was thinking, man, okay, so when I got married, I met my ex-husband through a friend. He was a coworker of a friend. And then the relationship after that, I met him at a restaurant and bar. Like, I was talking to somebody, and they're like, oh, you're from, you moved here from Texas? Oh, my gosh, you should meet this guy. He just moved here from Texas, blah, blah, blah. And then we started talking, ended up dating, and dated for like a year and a half. Every Ever since then, I don't know if I've ever dated anybody that I've met organically. Well, it's time. Isn't that, that crazy? Maybe, but yes, it is crazy, but it's not crazy because it's common. But to me, that's the crux of lots of dating issues in today's right. world. And my example goes back to last year at rodeo i had i was sitting there at this table in the wine garden i was meeting a friend of mine who i met in person back when daisy dukes was still open it was rebels and back and forth i met her and her friend she and i hit it off really well we stayed in touch went on a couple dates things didn't really work out she often talked about an ex-boyfriend that she admittedly still saw regularly, could not get over. She was very open about it. Also, whenever we would hang out, she was very open about other men she was seeing. Mm, and okay. and so I, I obviously was guarded with interest. But we ran into each other, or she invited me to hang out with her and her friend at the wine garden. And I sit down, and there are these four or five guys at the table next to them that had been talking to them. When I sat down, they kind of stopped talking to them because they thought maybe I was one of their boyfriends. Mm. And... Later on, maybe a few days, a couple weeks later, the three of us were hanging out again, and she's complaining about not being able to find a guy, and she's on these dating apps, and all these guys are the same, and this and that. And I said, well, at the wine garden the other night, you had a perfect opportunity to talk to some guys there, and you weren't even interested in talking to them. And she's like, well, they're just douchebags, and they were married, blah, blah, blah. And I go, that doesn't mean you had to date them just because I said talk to them. I said, you could have just been their friend. I go, be cool with them and take away the sex and take away the dating and just be their friend. And who knows, maybe their little brother just graduated A&M, has no social media, is looking for a girl, he's an architect or something like that, and you would never have met that guy, that great dude who you've been wanting and dying to meet because you thought that you couldn't bone his older brother because his older brother was married. (laughs) No, but it's true. I mean, I see both sides of the coin. You know, it's like... And and I only say that story because 
we've shied so far away from organic meeting people that we automatically put the relationship idea first when we see them because maybe we're attracted to them right. or we like something or we see some imaginary potential and we start to fill our head and imagination with all these things before we even know their name. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and and I think everybody does that to some degree, at least if you're really anxious for a relationship. And we, if we could take that step back and just be their friend, they – maybe the friendship does evolve into something greater or that friend then introduces you to their friend who you are perfect for and you would not have met had you not just been open and honest as a friend. Yep, that's true. And, and I, Yeah, you reminded me about that the other day. I was like, oh, all right. Touché, Nick. It's just an organic thing because we get so wrapped up in the dating world that we think everybody we meet is a potential partner. And and it's just not the case, you know. And and I'm guilty too. Every beautiful girl I've run into, I'm like, man, maybe I can marry her. Like it's like, Nick, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) It doesn't work like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And we want it to work like that. We want to be, oh, I instantly am attracted, and that's the person, that's the one. Mm -hmm. We all think that that's it just just snap of the fingers and works, but that's also what we've been taught and told and trained and prodded with for our entire lives. Movies and you know, I wish that I could bump into a guy, some guy and spill all of my things out of my hands and instantly look he, up and like, oh, you know. And yeah, like, yeah, he's been waiting like, his whole life for you. Yeah, and he has like, every- oh, you love a girl with a potty mouth and has dogs? Yes. Yeah. He's like, you everything I've ever wanted. You go to his house and he's got three Dobermans. And- yeah. Uh, yeah, it could happen. The life. And- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, so the other thing I want to talk about was the Luke Combs interview I watched. Uh, he apparently sat down for like an hour with Bobby Bones in Nashville. And I think he lives in Nashville. So it's easy to have long form conversations with those artists, which I would love to have a long form conversation with an artist one day. That'd be super cool. Yeah. Um, at least where he could have them for like an hour. Mm-hmm. But he, t- so he made some and huge in their sweatpants and not in chilling. a rush. Yeah. Yeah. So he was, it took Luke a little while to warm up, but once he got warmed up, he started talking. And one thing, he's an only child. Hmm. Being an only child, as I've talked about many times. I did not know that about Luke Holmes. And it makes sense to his demeanor. Why he is a little awkward. Not not bad awkward, but he's not the most talkative guy at meet and greets. And he doesn't quite know what to do. And just kind of smiles and stands there. Mm-hmm. And it makes perfect sense like to his personality. And then the uh, other thing that he is vegan for three months. So he's about three or four weeks in of being vegan. Yeah, I just heard that this morning. And I was like, what? So he lost I- a bet. And so yeah. they made a bet on one of the games. I missed which game he bet on. I'm imagining it was must have been a college football game okay. where his teams play, like Georgia or somebody played somebody else. And the, the guy he bet is bald and wears a hat all the time, and his hair grows back in like a crown, like a circle. Oh, yeah. He's got the circle top. Mm-hmm. And so they made a bet that if Luke's team lost, he had to go vegan for three months. And if the other guy's team lost, he'd have to let his hair grow out and wear no hat for three months. Oh, God. 
which, I mean, could be devastating. He, he said they <laughs> almost doubled down, doubled down and made it where it would be six months of each. And he's like, oh, I don't know what I would have done six months without meat or oh, anything God. like that. Well, yeah, I mean, because vegan, like going back to what you asked, you're asking vegan vegetarianism and it's like yeah vegan is no animal products so nothing. they no asked butter. him if he uh is gonna do like traditional vegan like all the way like no leather or nothing and he said no just food wise mm. yeah that's that's serious dedication if you go totally vegan you're like pamela anderson yeah you, so you can't wear leather shoes right uh-huh you have to wear what so what no. kind of shoes did you wear you well vegan leather so basically you wear it's moccasins pleather. it's pleather you would wear you know fake what about foam? rubber yeah, you can wear that. So, like Crocs. So, if it's worse for the environment, you could probably wear it. Oh. <laughs> if you think as about it, as long as it's not killing an animal. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're not killing an animal. But yeah, I, I imagine Luke Holmes is going to lose weight. I, I would think so. He said I he mean, got lots of energy. He's not tired. He said for in the first four days, because during the interview he was three or four days in. He said in the first three or four days he's noticed a, a burst of energy and he's let he, he drags less out of bed. Hmm. But it might just be in his head, though. Well, I mean, I was going to say, I mean, it, Luke Combs, I would assume, obviously has some money in the bank account. If I'm him and I have to go vegan, I'd probably hire some chef to be like, make this shit taste as good as it possibly can. And, you know, I'd be get eating, that going. I would be doing vegetable soup every day type oh, thing. Like well, ve- uh, well, vegetable stir fries. Mm-hmm. You know, Juices. Vegetable fried rice. Smoothies. I could do salads. Some I could eat salads for days. Yeah, but I mean, there's so many things that you don't realize have animal products. Well, I mean, just so lettuce, like, tomato, cucumbers, oil, vinegar, salt, pepper, yeah, garlic. Yeah, you're fine. But I don't know. I could, I could probably eat that every night for dinner as part of my dinner. Like, because I always, I mean, for the last, well, actually, all this week, I've had cucumbers, tomatoes, um, uh, balsamic vinegar. Um, what else? But I've put feta cheese in there. You know. Animal product. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I know, but I have to. You know, it's like it's my little Greek salad thing. I love I love that. That's like you made me think of the Mediterranean diet. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite. I, I really wish I could commit to a diet. I have a lot of commitment issues, but I really wish I could commit to a, <laughs> to a diet process. like that. Most people do have commitment issues if you really think about it, but yeah. Absolutely. I I, like, I really want to go just I could I feel like I could live off tomato cucumber salads. I really mm-hmm. could. Like that's yeah. my favorite thing. And I like kale a lot too, by the way. Oh god. I, sure I feel like a pterodactyl when I'm eating it. Like, like a dinosaur. Like that's like, like hanging wow. out of your mouth. Well, no, it's just so crunchy. It's like eating a, like a stem. See, I need, I, but I need crunchy lettuce. Like I can't do like iceberg. Yeah. Like I, I need to have iceberg. like a crunch to it. Like the kale crunch isn't a crunch to me. Cause there's too much like grit. Oh yeah. See, I like, I like, I like to feel like I'm like grinding it in my teeth like a cow. Yeah, I don't I, know. <laughs> like it just is disturbing. And I also to me. chop my kale very, 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 very small. Okay. And so it's more like it reminds me of the dark green taco lettuce, if that makes sense. Okay, kind of like ro- like a dark romaine. Yes, that's what okay, it reminds yeah. me of. I cut it so small that mm-hmm. it looks like ribbons, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like leaves. Okay. And I that think that's be, might be why I palate be it better. Uh, manageable. For so me. each bite's just like there is a crunch there, but it's not the um, you don't feel like you're eating this leaf. Mm-hmm. It's just a bite. Yeah. So uh, so vegan. So what else did he say in the in the podcast or the interview? You were talking about him losing weight, and then you said something about. Well, his energy levels were up. Well, I, I just think that I can't imagine what the challenge would be like because he said he could still go hunt and he wouldn't feel bad. And I was like, man, how are you going to go hunting and then you can't eat the deer? Mm. Well, I'm, then that's just a waste. 
Well, someone's going to eat the deer, I'm sure. I hope so. But also, like you said, he's got so much money, it's probably not as difficult for him. That's one of the other things, random. I'm just kind of jumping all over. Listening to him and the host talk about their houses and how big they are and the extra rooms they have and how, you know, do, do you ever feel bad like you don't have enough room you know, or you have these rooms that you never go in? And, and I was like, y'all are really talking about rich people problems right yes. now. Yes. Oh, my God. No, please, please tell me Luke Combs did not really participate yes. in yes, that. Yes, he participated. It, I, I, I wondered, I took it kind of as humble bragging just a little bit. You know, they talked about how, you know, they have a minimalist nature and this and that. And they are, you know, and he, but they have these, you know, these big houses and all this room in them. And, oh, that was the other thing about Luke Combs. He doesn't drive very much. But he keeps getting stuck with a lemon. So he had, he bought some car. He didn't say what kind of car it was. And that he only drives it every couple of months because he's on the road so much. And that every time he comes back, it's broken again. And so he's taken it three times, and he's pretty sure they got sold a lemon. Mm. Well, th- but at the same time, I mean, I was gone for a week on vacation. I came back here to the garage, and my car wouldn't start. And, like, if you just don't – it just your battery – yeah, it needs some love. It needs, you know, yeah. got to run that thing. So, I mean, it took me a day to get it back on target. Like, I had to jump start it twice, and finally now she's she's purring like a kitty cat. But, yeah, it was. What year is yeah, your car? 2012. Yeah, I think it's one of those deals where you just don't run it for a while and it just doesn't want to start. Yeah. That's what I thought about Luke Combs is that his, his, he just doesn't drive it enough. Yeah. So you should probably just pay someone, like a neighbor, you know, twenty bucks a week to go start I mean, the car and drive around the like block. Doesn't he have like a handler or somebody that can come over to his house? I mean, Gotta I feel be. like once you get to that level, you have people that you have to pay for. He also to told stuff. a story about how you know um, how credit cards have the RFID chip where you can just tap it. Ka-ding. Oh yeah, I just discovered that little feature the other day, and I was like, how have I not known this? I knew I could use it at the vending machine. I didn't know I could use it like at the gas pump and at gas stations yeah. and restaurants and stuff. So Luke Combs said his credit card information got stolen because of it someone had a reader and they went behind him and they think took his card number and took his card information you mean from his wallet from his wallet sitting in his wallet yep and so he has a new wallet that zips closed and it has like a a metal piece on the end so like you can't nothing can read through it i guess it's like a security wallet yeah well i actually have one of those cards it's the size of a credit card and it's i got it I don't know. It was probably on Good Morning America deals and steals or something. But um, it's uh, – I think it was on Shark Tank now that I think about it. And, um, yeah, you just stick it in your wallet and it's supposed to do the same thing. And he also uses tiles for everything. The tiles are the little thing you put, like, on your car key or your wallet or your cell phone and it beeps whenever Mm -hmm. you lose it. And uh, they asked him if he's – is he forgetful? And he's like, no, man. He goes, it's just one of those things that I thought it was cool that if my phone ever got stolen and it has the tile on it, and the phone goes by somebody else who has a tile, it'll mm-hmm. tell me. Like, it, it'll track it as far, wherever it goes. So, like, let's say you, you take my keys on accident and you're driving back towards 10 and you pass somebody on the road who has tile. Well, all the Bluetooths are connected, so it'll say where you're at by the person next to you, too. Oh, so it uses, and they have now little sticker ones? Yeah, they're stickers. They're little stickers. They're not even a full tile that you put on all your devices. But here's the thing, like... I'm. I don't know why people don't do this with their dog. Like, oh yeah, like um, put it on the collar, right? Yeah, but the a problem is, I want to say that some of these are only like you can. Oh yeah, has to be within 150 feet. So if your dog is lost, if it's not within 150, but, but feet, but that's where the other tile person. 
So if the dog See, ran, that's why we need GPS trackers. Well, if the man, if the dog ran down the street and somebody else had tile at the end of the street, you would know where it was at because it would pick up off of theirs. Oh, and, and, you, know and, what's you, really and funny? you could track it from yours. Huh. Well, they do have a tile. They do show it on a dog. But that one's at 200 foot range. I imagine the more you pay for the, the more you have, you know. I know. That would be. Wow. So what was the name of the, the travel place? Oh, Tripmasters. So Tripmasters.com? Mm-hmm. And then Tile will send you an invoice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. all right, I think it's a, it's a fair place to wrap. What do you think? Yeah, Episode I think we're good. 11? I think now, now both of us are like, oh, what about GPS trackers? Well, like, and also now I, gotta, I have to do my radio show, so there's okay. that too. All right, there's that that part. So uh, there, that's a wrap then, Episode okay. 11. Okay, happy Valentine's happy, Day. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll end it with a with a quote from Twitter, which is, let's be honest, you do not need to have a Valentine to feel happy, feel loved, or feel worthy. Oh, thanks. There we go. All that time for that. Happy Valentine's Day, Aaron. Yeah, thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.